Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey everybody, welcome back to Marriage of Martinis, and I'm Adam. Here's Danielle. Hi. We got a fun interview here, right? Well, yeah, it wasn't even an interview. It was just like- It was like a conversation. Yeah, it was just like talking with friends, pretty much. Honestly, like you've spoken with them before through Instagram and all that Mm -hmm. jazz, social media stuff. All that jazz. Wow, are you you chorus lining Do I sound hip? (laughs) I don't know. You sound like a Broadway boy. Oh, really? I like it, yeah. Is that what that is? Oh, no, that's Chicago, all that jazz, not chorus line, I think. Well, Uh I never spoke to Jamie and Jenna. You've been in touch with them. Such cool, like down-to-earth, normal people. I had such a fun time talking with them. Mm-hmm. Me like, too. Yeah. Me too. I um, I, I feel like for me, I say this all the time, this podcast has been life-changing in so many ways, but for me, the biggest and best surprise has been how like the amazing people we've met or I, well, I've met. Well, you, and, then met. I, and then I introduced you. <laughs> and introduced just me Just like real life. Yeah, exactly. Just like real life. Um, You know, both in our community of listeners, I feel like I've made such like real friends and connections, but also in the community of podcasting and the way people have been so receptive to us and just like want to connect and, you know, send a similar message. And so we get together and we send it together. Like, I just think it's so cool. And, um, I feel like I've made a lot of friends and now I consume podcasts nonstop. I was just saying to someone the other day that uh, you're welcome by the way. Yeah, that, no, that's totally yes. you. Totally you. Um, but, I was saying to somebody the other day that other than our daughter, our our 13, almost 14-year-old daughter who like shoves music down our throats because she's so obsessed with it. She's mm-hmm. like, listen to this song, listen to this yep. song. Other than her, I am not up on current music at all right now, which is so not like me because all I do is consume podcasts. And um, I, I feel like now because it's because I feel like I get so much out of listening and I listen to a lot of parenting podcasts. And sometimes when there's one that I really feel connected to, I will actually, I'll reach out just on a whim and be like, Hey, I love what you're doing. Can you come on and we'll just hang for a little bit? Can you come on marriage and martinis? And more times than I, I'm always shocked. A lot of times people are like, yeah. And I'm like, Oh, great. Yeah. You know, like you want to be associated with us. Well, we're so cool that. Uh, no, I think, I think maybe then us. they listen and they're like, Oh crap. I already said yes. Yeah. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> like, like RSVPing for that party. And then the night comes and you're like, Oh shit, what did I do? Well, it was, it was such a fun topic anyway that anybody can relate to. So I'm sure they were like, yeah, we could do this. Yeah. Well, I'm at a point now I've spoken this about this before that I am trying to say no more, but the guilt sometimes is all consuming and saying no. 
And so I feel like I wanted to have two other moms on. Sorry, Adam. Yeah, who, I'm used to it. Who could commiserate with me and make me feel better about the fact that I am done giving a fuck about so many things and I feel sometimes like a bitch. But I, it's not about being a bitch. It's about being a busy person who needs to prioritize. And I, I think that that's the way we need to look at it. So Jamie and Jenna of the Mama Said podcast sat down with us and we sort of all are just talking about stuff we no longer give a fuck about. And it's kind of empowering to no longer give a fuck. Right? Girls po- girl power. Right, Adam? Any guys listening, that anybody want to come on and like help me out here? I would love to have you. No, on. you liked it. You had a great time. I love time. them. Are you yeah. kidding? They were great. No, but I'm saying you liked the discussion. Of too. course I did. And you have stuff you're no longer giving a fuck about too. And you give the guy perspective, which is nice. I do. You do. Yep. So please enjoy it. Please check out their podcast, Mama Said. They're such great women and I'm so happy to have them on and I'm so proud to know them and now call them friends. So uh, Jamie and Jenna from Mama Said. So we are here with Jamie and Jenna from the Mama Said podcast. Hi, ladies. Hi. How are you? We're good. How are you? Good. It's going to be so weird because I was just saying this is the first time we've done like I see each of you separately and it's a little bit it's like weird because you don't know who's going to talk next. We'll get the hang of it, though, I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) So um, I I had asked you guys actually to come on because I have listened to um, a lot of mom podcasts, uh, especially as a mom blogger before and everything. And yours always stands out to me because, well, first of all, I like that you you both have younger kids than I do. So I like that different perspective because now my kids are sort of older and it's incredible how fast you forget. That's good to know. Yeah, it is. Like, do you <laughs> remember true. even? No, I don't. Right. I don't remember diapers. I don't remember bottles. I don't remember any of that stuff. And it was um, only about six years ago. Not, the- not even. It was like three or four years ago. <laughs> See, that's when I forget. Yeah. <laughs> it's only four years ago. So I, I know. I'm, I'm excited to forget. Uh, (laughs) you will don't worry yeah you forget that but um but anyway you girls really have like a great rapport with each other and I love how honest you are and um I just think you have I think your podcast is awesome thank you so much so uh so I wanted to have you on and we were going to talk about um things we don't give a fuck about anymore and right yeah which for me now I I don't know how old you guys are but um, um we're about to be 42 41 no, we're about to be I know, 42. but we are 41. Oh, we are 41. You don't have to say we're about to be 42. Well, we are, but okay. So yeah. we're 41. And I feel like now, at least for us, it's getting to a point where, um, I don't want to say like time is of the essence. We're not like dying, but, but you know, you start to sort of like think about who you want to be with and what you want to care about and like how you want to use each year and everything. And um, I guess you just get more and more particular about what you give a shit about you know sure yeah and I just think I don't know I I think every couple years I sort of have this realization of stuff I've been doing that I just no longer want to do yeah interesting yeah spend your time doing I think I feel like as years go by I think it it's in conjunction with, so I'm 38. So I think it's in conjunction with like my age and where I'm at and also having kids. Like my time is so precious that I give less fucks about like 
being in any kind of mix or anything like my priorities are my kids, my family, my friends, and my work. And that's all I have time for. And so it's given me less time to worry about other stuff that I probably would have. Um, I feel like I put less pressure on myself. Let, let me backtrack for a second. I feel like I always put a lot of pressure on myself as a mom because no matter where I am, I feel like I should be in the other place. And it's like a really hard thing that I'm trying to get a grasp on. And I don't know if I ever will, but like working mom thing, right? It's like the working mom. Yeah, thing. totally. And, but like, I'll say like, I'll be with my kids so much and then I'll feel like, God, you know, I really, I wish I had a job. I wish I was acting right now. There's like a big piece of me that's missing, but then I'll be on set and I'll love it and I'll be in the flow and then lunch will happen and I'll FaceTime with my kids and I'll be like, I hate that I'm not with them. So it's just, it's, it's the ebb and flow, but I have to know, I, I am reminded that it's always going to change. And so I'm trying to enjoy where I'm at. But with that, like I just, my, I, I don't give a fuck to be at every event or every occasion. Like if I went for a birthday lunch, I don't have to go to the dinner or the drinks, like, or vice versa. Like, it's just, my time is precious. I love to be home. I like my quiet nights. Jen and I are very different like this. So I just give less fucks about showing up anywhere beyond where I feel like either I'm being paid or it's like my family and clothes. Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. I know there's that. I always see that quote that's like, um, if it's not giving you um, money, uh, inspiration or orgasms, get it out of your life. <laughs> Love, it. Love it. That's a great quote. <laughs> I guess the kids fall under inspiration. The kids, well, exactly. Right. Well, how does Jenna, how does Jenna differ? I'm curious to well, know. In the I wouldn't say I give like many fucks about going out. Like I like being out in general. Like I like like removing myself from my home because I feel like I'm like trapped and suffocated. So I actually like going to dinners. But in the sense of like, do I need to like go to every party and like, am I jealous when my three girlfriends are out to dinner and not me? I don't give a fuck about that. I know your son is right there. Oh, he can't hear you and he's okay. a billion oh, yeah, times. Okay. <laughs> I um, promise you. Oh my God. I, that's right. You're wearing headphones. Um, so yes, for like for me, I'm not really a homebody. Like Jamie's a total homebody. Like her ideal night is like curling up on the couch, like watching movies, you know, like just like doing that kind of stuff. And my ideal night is getting a babysitter and being out with my husband and having a glass of rosé. Like that makes me feel so good. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to like having, you know, I wouldn't say I give zero fucks about, you know, when my friends go out, I give very, 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 very little fucks. Now, sometimes do, you like, sometimes I get do you worry that they're going to be mad at you? Never. I never worry that my, I'm like, I am out of all of my friends. I think I'm the one who gets everyone together, keeps in touch with everyone. I'm like the ringleader in that sense. So like no one could ever get mad at me if I'm not around. I'm always around. I'm down to see all of my friends. I set up girls dinners all the damn time. So like, 
when I can't make it any, like I, before kids, if I couldn't make it, I would feel this like huge sense of guilt being like, are they going to be mad at me? Like if I can't come, I really want to be there. But like now I'm a mom and that's the best excuse of all. I can't come to your birthday party in four minutes because my kid's sick. Boom. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, one of the things you don't have to give a fuck about anymore is would they be your friends if they would get mad at something like that? They probably wouldn't. So those wouldn't be the people you'd be surrounded. We just talked about this before in our Yeah, other yeah, yeah. This, that's the perfect way to find your tribe, right? Like the second someone's mad at you about something like that, you're like, oh, okay, note to self. That By the way, I have one friend. I, Me and Jamie are, you know, we, we kind of like talk about this together. When, whenever I have like an issue with a friend, like I turn to Jamie and vice versa, and we just talk about things. But I have one friend i'm friends with all of my friends from like middle school high school college like all these different groups i'm still friends with everyone except for this one girl because we couldn't see eye to eye like she thought i was being rude if i wasn't going somewhere and it was at the time when i was when i had a serious boyfriend turned fiance turned husband i was busier than her you know so like that is one like it has it has ruined a friendship of mine this exact thing but only one, so I'm good. I have the I have a one friend who doesn't work anymore, and her kids are a little older. And a lot of us are our kids are younger, and we do work. Mm. And so she just has a lot of extra time to care about a lot of things that we just shouldn't. Like if three of us went to dinner. It just so happened that we all happen to be texting each other and let's grab dinner if she wasn't invited. Like, I don't give a fuck if I wasn't invited to your dinner or your brunch or your drinks. Like, I know that you still love me. I know that we're friends. We all have got a lot of stuff going on in our life. And I have this one friend that like takes it real personal. Yeah. And he without checking with her. And I wouldn't say I've never been that person. Maybe in the past I just had like, like why not me? But now I'm like, Please, either cancel on me or not invite me, please. I'm begging. You know what it is? Like, I'm that type of person that like introduces people to everyone. Like, I'm like, you need to meet this person. You need to meet this person. You need to meet this person. And like, for me, the only time I get like a little bit of FOMO is when like you introduce all these people and like they're out partying and you're like, what about me? But then I think to myself, I'm in bed and my two kids are here. Like, I have a husband we're watching handmaid's tale together and then we're gonna watch dead to me together and then we're gonna watch like you know the next one i'm like i'm i'm pretty i'm pretty content right now it has handmaid's tale and dead to me i could never get you to watch either of those oh my god my husband was not down to watch dead to me and i got him and he got so into it so i I awesome that's the one you asked me to watch amazing so good I don't know. I was watching Daniel watch it for a little bit. And oh. It's kind of like yeah. See, he's so annoying because he has to like judge. Him. It's not a show you can just like pop in on. I think you've no, got to like watch and get these characters, and then you're like invested in. And I like that every episode had like an element of surprise to like hang. Yes, on. yes. Like the last five minutes of each episode was yeah. like. It's brilliant. I mean, listen, listen I'm three girls against one. You got to watch it. Right. I am so used to this. I, <laughs> I listen, I'm, I'm like bulletproof now. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. That's so funny. Uh, but it's interesting that you're talking about all these things about going out and everything. Because one of the things that I said um, when I was listing stuff that I like no longer give a fuck about was that, and 
I'm going to, I mean, my age sort of does, I don't know. I hate to like be cliche about like, oh, I'm 40 now or, you know, what? like I know that's such a cliche, but I kind of do feel like that. And, and now I think, I don't know if you guys are still in that, in that, because your kids are so much younger. Like I think there was a time when my kids were meeting their friends and everything. And I was new to um, the preschool and all the play groups and everything like that, that I sort of felt like I had to, um, you know, I had to text everybody back and I had to be at the functions and I had to be, you know, because I wanted them. I didn't want to be the reason why they weren't everywhere making friends. And I didn't want to be the reason why um, we weren't getting invited to birthday parties or whatever. Now, like my young, youngest is seven. My oldest is 13. Like we now we're sort of, I'm at the point where I have nothing to do with them making friends anymore. You know, that's sort of like a huge relief. Like I don't, it's not my responsibility anymore to, to take them to all these things. Now they're sort of at an age. I think that takes a lot of stress off, but I also. So wait, so you're so happy to be out of the stage that they're currently in. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I think okay. That, okay. We see the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, no, I do. I'm not, and I'm not saying you guys might not be like that. I think that when when I'm like that. Yeah, you feel like a pressure and a guilt if you're not everywhere because then you're you're the one, no one's taking your kid anywhere, you know, like you're the one taking them. So yeah. so but now I feel like also I don't know. I, I met a lot of my really good friends when I became a mom. I mean, I had my college friends and everything like that before, but I, be, I met, made most of my friends. And now I feel like I know who my group is. I know who my tribe is. Like I know who my people are. And I was saying that this year for the first time, I said, I started saying no, like I said no to some pretty huge things, but I said no to something that like in the moment I was like sweating and like explaining it. And instead of being where I used to be like, oh, I don't feel well and wait till the last minute or my kid is sick or whatever. I was literally like, I'm not coming. And I said that to the person and and they were the one having the people over. And in that moment, I was literally like, I felt like I was going to die. Like barf all over. Yeah. Yeah. And then a week later, the event came up and that night I'm sitting at home like, holy shit, I don't have to go to that. And it was yeah, like- that's awesome. I, I like awesome. saying no. Yeah. It felt really, really good. That move is awesome. It's for not, not only is it empowering, but it cleans up your life. Like it just, it just, you've just got, like, you don't have, like you said, you don't have to interact with all these people. You don't have to be- social with everybody like you can choose your tribe you can choose those your energy and your time is precious for everyone at any time but i think it takes time and experience to really like believe that or live that jamie you were just telling me tonight you were like i don't want to go somewhere I was saying because you have so many friends so it's it's kind of hard like when you have a gazillion friends having birthdays like we we're like we're similar, similar in the sense that you and I like have a good group of girls, you know, and it's hard to like say no to your best friend's event. And a lot of your friends do a lot of cool things. So like, I feel like you are kind of obligated to go everywhere all the time. No, no one ever expects me. I think I've, I think I've like gotten the reputation. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good reputation to have. But I do yeah. think that those few moments of awkwardness where you're like sweaty palms and worried and whatever, that the long-term result of that is so worth it. So worth it. 
So yeah. it's beyond that one event. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So Ad, what did you, I'm interested what you said of one what? of your, that what, what, what was one thing that you don't give a fuck about anymore? Well, I compared more to when I was, you know, when we were younger, um, even before being teenagers to teenagers, when you're kind of growing up and learning where your place is in life, that you, the, the things you give a fuck about are you're starting to meet girls or boys. Um, you're meeting friends for the first time or second time or move to a new place or something. So you care about your presence. You care about standing out from the crowd for different reasons than you do now. In other words, the way you dress or the way you act in front of people because you're trying to gain new friendships or you you cared so much about those things. Your overall opinions. You were who you were, so you probably just wanted to like expose yourself to. Yeah, and you were, you know, very concerned with showing off your material things and showing people what you have, and you know, this is even like ten years ago. I think I'm saying, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm saying starting out, and as you get older, I guess till I was 35, 40. 40 and a half. <laughs> Not even. Possibly. Like no, yesterday. No, yeah. but yesterday you, was the day. Right. Yeah. As of <laughs> days ago, that's not what I'm trying. That's not how I'm trying to impress anymore. I'm not trying to meet a new girl. I'm not trying to meet new friends. If it happens, great. But what I care about is showing off, how do I impress people and stand out with, let's say, my intellect? How can I contribute to a conversation? How can I make the conversation better? Something that's going to engage with other people and bring us all on the same level. So it's yeah. not trying to be the best. It's not trying to be showy. And those are the kinds of things that up until three days ago, I really cared about. But, uh, but now, <laughs> whatever we determined the date was, <laughs> right. that right. I just don't give a fuck about it. Like, I don't care about impressing people anymore for those types of things. Yeah. I want people to look at what I'm showing off and say, damn, that's cool. Like, well, not I'm showing impressed. off, like your thoughts. Showing off my thoughts, showing off right. my ability to communicate and engage in the conversation. Right. Not like material items. And I think that's important for your kids to see as well. You know, when you don't give off that vibe, like you want, you know, you're talking about material things and your kids are not going to be like, like that. And there are so many parents who I know that all they talk about is material things and it's kind of gross. Your kids hear it. I mean, I remember hearing my mom, like comparing what we had to other people and what they had and Oh, is, is the, are they better because they have that? You know, yeah. things like that. It, it is a conscious thing and it's nice to be in that place, like you're saying, Jenna, and like have that influence because even like as simple as like, I don't, I don't, I never wear makeup. I never dress up. But when I do, my, my five-year-old will be like, oh, mommy, like what's this about? <laughs> like sometimes it's like nice. So I'm not doing it for anyone else. Mommy wanted to feel spe- like a little extra special. Mommy right. had some time. Right. Like that. It, that's a huge one for me. I used to put on makeup. Obviously, like I'm like thinking about like my single days more, but like I used to, you know, even when I was dating Neil, I used to put on makeup like for him to show up, like for his friends to see what right. I looked like and blah, blah, blah. Now it's literally just for me. Mm-hmm. I lit and and my husband, of course, but mostly me. Like I put on my own makeup and like I want to feel good for myself. And that's a huge thing that has shifted since I got married and had kids. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I also feel it like on a whole other level too, because of like what I do for a living. That um there's the, is this pressure to like care about everything, your appearance, like every time you walk out the door. 
And it wasn't necessarily a conscious thing, like I'm going to be the girl that doesn't give a fuck, but it's just, it's who I am because like what I do for a living is acting. And I don't feel like I need to put pressure on myself to live up to any kind of expectation when I live my normal day-to-day life. Like for a red carpet, sure, it's then that's what's fun. But for my day-to-day life, like there's only a few people I need to show up with and that's who lives in my house, you know? Yeah, but I think that's that people are totally going to identify that and that makes you so relatable. You know, like we, we all, it's so much more relatable to see somebody who on a day-to-day basis isn't, you know, sitting three hours in a makeup chair when that's just not real life. Like it's so much. Not at all. Right. And that's a big reason why, you know, also too, that I was so excited about this podcast because I think for some reason people have like this idea that actresses or celebrities have like a different version of motherhood and I can't speak for everybody but for me I feel like uh I'm in it just as much as everybody else like we all feel it and I my kid goes to a preschool with and a lot of the moms and dads are like very very famous actors and actresses and I've had a lot of conversations with them they all feel the guilt and they all feel the joy and they all they all all feel all the things that everybody feels. And I don't know why anyone would assume it would be different, but you know, right. stars <laughs> just like us. <laughs> Damn, I was just gonna You are? Yeah. I was gonna <laughs> tell you I can totally relate to what you're talking about because people assume no. no, but when you come home, listen, you're coming home to a family, to a kid, to you're taking care of it. You're, you're when you leave that side of yourself, you're home to a normal life. Let me tell you about Greenlight and how it's changed our lives, specifically this past weekend. We went away with the kids to a place. They had one of those arcades where you win tickets to win prizes, and that just kills me. I hate those places. You know, those tickets that you spend $50 for and you get like a 30-cent prize? So they breezed through the money that I gave them, and they were done in like three minutes, and they wanted more. So I said, okay, fine. You want more? You have your Greenlight debit card. Go ahead. Buy as many tickets or points as you want. If you saw the look on their faces when they realized now they have to use their money, it was the funniest thing. They said, no, nah, it's okay. Let's go do something else. Right? Right. Yeah. I mean, and we were done. Makes such a difference. I can't say enough good things about green light card. We, we've said it so many times and I'll keep saying it because every, I don't know why everybody at this point doesn't have one. And if you go to greenlightcard.com slash marriage, you get your first month free and it's four ninety nine per month after that for up to five kids per family. Anybody who has more than five kids, God bless you. But Can I just <laughs> say also that four ninety nine a month, like a lot of people don't like to spend, you know, monthly fees. That four ninety nine a month just saved me like five hundred dollars. It's so day. true. It's so true. Right? Yes, it is so true. It is, and Mia, our our oldest daughter, has been uh, saving. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. 
up to get her hair highlighted. She wants to get her hair highlighted. And I was like, yeah, no, I'm not paying for that. So um, she has literally been like actively working because she wants to get her hair done. I was like, look, if you pay for it, you can get it done. So um, anyway, it's been great for all three of our kids who are all different ages. So go to greenlightcard.com slash marriage, get your first month free, and then $4.99 per month after that. I've never really been a huge jewelry person, but I do love the pieces that I have to be pieces that when people see me, they're like, it stands out to them. I just think that's really nice and to have sort of a story behind everything. And I love Nomi because their pieces are so gorgeous and so classic and they're the finest quality at the fairest price. So you don't have to wait for a promotion to enjoy the jewelry of your dreams now. And I have some items from their elephant collection, which I'm obsessed with. I'm an animal lover. And their pieces, again, they're so just quaint and beautiful, but they make a statement at the same time, but they're not overpowering. And they also have this amazing Love Your Mama collection with pieces that just, they have a powerful message and they're just, they're gorgeous. So I really think that you should go check it out. They have a Love Your City collection, which I feel like Carrie Bradshaw, do you know who Carrie Bradshaw is? 10 points if you can tell me who Carrie Bradshaw is right now. Go. What's a point worth? What do I get? <laughs> Just no, I have me. no idea who Carrie really? Bradshaw is. Really? Sex in the City. So they Which have, one? Uh, she's Carrie Bradshaw. Oh, so, uh, Sarah Jessica Parker. Oh, oh thank you. <laughs> So anyway, she would totally have the New York ring because it's just so sleek and stylish and she completely would have worn that. Shipping is overnight and free, so you can try it on and have up to 60 days to return it uh, free with a full refund. You can even return engraved rings. So head to hellonomi.com and use promo code MNM for $75 off any wedding band today. If you're looking for a classic and truly elegant wedding band you're def- and you're looking for an ethical company doing the whole jewelry thing differently, you definitely want to go ahead to Nomi and check out their gorgeous collections. So go to hellonomi.com and use promo code MNM for $75 off any wedding band today. Okay, so what was something, did you guys have something else that you just didn't, just don't give a fuck about anymore? I have something. Um, It has more to do with family. Like, I always had this guilt about doing family stuff, like being at this family event and this family event. And I, but, but now I can say no to them. And I always thought that they'd be mad at me if I didn't go somewhere because again, like I'm usually the ringleader, like let's do a dinner on Friday night or let's do, you know, but since I've had kids, like I've kind of like taken a step back and, um, there's a bunch of things that go on. If I can't make it to my cousin's birthday dinner or birthday party or my nephews, like I'm, I'm okay to say no. Um, so like, and I don't, I know that my family hopefully isn't mad at me because they're parents too. So like that, that was a big one. Like to be able to say no to family. Yeah. The guilt, uh, there is a lot of guilt. I feel like with family functions and stuff and, Yeah. Um, and another, another thing that I was thinking of before is about work. Um, previous to having kids when I worked, you know, a a nine to seven job, whatever. Um, and you're on call 24 seven. I literally couldn't say no. Like if at 11 PM, my boss wanted me to do something, I would say, okay, sure. Cause like, I would be so scared of the outcome, but 
you know, I don't, I never went back to work full time, but this podcast is my full time job. And I am not afraid to say no to things or let me, let me not, let me rephrase that. I'm, I'm not as afraid. I still get nervous if I can't like, like Jamie, like, or Jamie, you could probably tell, like, if I can't make something like, cause I, I want to go away for my anniversary with my husband and I, we want to leave on a Friday. I felt so shitty, like canceling two people on a Friday. And I was like apologizing to Jamie. I was apologizing to the booker. I was like, I'm so sorry. I just, we really want to get away. I'm like, Jamie doesn't care. No one cares. Like, why am I apologizing? I'm trying to get better at being okay with living my life and saying no about work. It's such, I feel like it's such a female thing. Actually, just in our last episode, I said to Adam, I was like, do you ever feel guilty saying no? Because I feel like that we're just wired like that. Like we are just, I mean, you know, how many, how many times do you get a text and you're doing something and you're looking at it and you're like, oh my God, if I don't reply right now, they're going to think I'm mad at them or they're going to think I don't think that they're as important or, you know, and then you're mad about it for a few days because whatever happens and then, you know, you're, you, you use a paragraph like, oh my God, it's been so crazy and my kid got sick and blah, blah, and you give, you list, list like five reasons why you couldn't get back to them within 10 minutes. Yeah. And like... Adam would never get back to a friend within, you know, 10 minutes, within five days and then text back his friends and his friend would probably be like, oh, I forgot I even texted you. Like, it's just so different for you, right? For um, men and women. Yeah, for men and women. I just, I, I mean. Well, it's completely casual. Like if I'm texting with a friend of mine, like a guy friend of mine, it's. Yeah, maybe we'll get back to each other. Maybe not. Maybe it's a. But, but you're never you guys, you guys just don't go down that rabbit hole. Like you just like like you just don't assume things. Like when I'll have a conversation with my husband, I'll be like, I feel like she's being weird to me right now in text. He's like, right. Just <laughs> yes, I'm analyzing well, no, everything. But that's but that's how you women are because like even today with Danielle, I was texting her and I can tell through the text. I'm like, what's wrong? What's the matter? Right. We didn't even speak. It was just through text. Yeah. You could sense that I got my period. <laughs> I didn't know it was that. But I'm like, is it me? What did I do? All right, what's the problem? And I'm like, I'm not hearing it back for, you know, but no, but saying no, like I said, if a guy friend texts me, he's like, hey, let's go meet, you know, for a drink tonight. If I don't feel like it, I'm just like, no, man, not tonight. Right. Don't, don't I've feel seen like your text like that. You'll text a friend back. He'll be like, hey, do you know, do you want to hang out? I don't, the, the girls are, you know, my wife and my kids aren't home tonight. Do you want to meet out for a drink? And you'd be like, no, dude. And I'd be like, oh my God, if I ever oh my God. texted back, no, dude, or no, to a friend, friend, I'd be like, oh my God, what did I do? Why is she so upset? Like, I could the whole exclamation mark thing, like if you don't do an exclamation mark, someone's going to think you're mad at them. Yes. And vice versa. Yes. And vice versa. Like, I think that's emojis. Yes. No, it's just like, no, man. And then he'll text back, all right, next time. I'm right. like, all right, cool. <laughs> that's the conversation. I'm super <laughs> jealous of that. I do give less fucks, like you were saying, that about um, responding right away. Like, unless I know there's a friend that's in need or, um, I like, it's a conversation that has to happen immediately. I told Jenna, I got an Apple watch, so I would keep my phone away from me when I'm with my children. So when it's ringing, I'll check and see if I need to get up and go get it. So it, it, um, allows me to be more present. And so I don't feel like at the mercy to answer everybody right away or answer every email or answer every text because I will set aside that time for myself during the day, but I don't want to feel like I don't give a fuck about having to respond all the time because nobody responds to me right away. Like most people don't. Right. And you're not getting mad at them. 
No. no, I've given up because when I don't have my nanny, like I literally can't respond. Like I'll open it and then I'll be like, shit, I have to drive or like, shit, my kid is like looking at me. So like, I've kind of like given up because of that. Like, I just like, I feel guilty responding all the time when I'm with my kids. So I've just, that has allowed me to kind of give less fucks about responding. Yeah, no, definitely. And it's so we, I've mentioned this in so many episodes. I'm like obsessed with Ariana Huffington. And yeah. she has that whole thrive, you know, that like whole, and yeah. so she has now of her whole thing is like, we're all measuring success by how quickly we get back to work, you know, like back to our boss when they text us or how quickly we're available and how readily available. But now she's made with one, with an app, she's made this like thrive mode where if you turn on thrive mode on your phone, it, it get you get an automatic message back from the person saying, um, I'm not available right now. I'm in thrive mode, which basically means like, leave me the fuck alone. I'm with my family or I'm like meditating or I'm just doing something that doesn't involve work, doesn't involve social uh, obligations. And I'll get back to you when I'm out of thrive mode, which I think right. is really cool. So I think cool. it's great. I think it's great. Jamie, did you have another one? You kind of took mine, which mine was going to say I give my about like having to like respond to every everything in my life like whether it be emails texts phone calls like I really am making a conscious effort to be more present because it makes me feel better yeah it makes me as a person and that's that I know that that's the most important thing it's the most important thing because then I'm a better mom I'm a better wife I'm a better friend I'm a better actress and so I just have made that a priority. And so because of that, I have to give less fucks about things like that. Right. Um, this thing I'm interested in as like now as a, a mom of my kids are older now and when they were younger or even, I mean, you, we all like before our kids were born, we were probably like, oh, they're never going to eat this and we're not going to, you know, we, we had all these things that we thought we were going to be so rigid about. Oh, they're, they're only going to have a half hour of screen time a day or they're not going to get phones until they're 15. And, yeah. and then they're born and you're sort of like, Fuck it. Okay. <laughs> right? I feel like I give less fucks with my second. Because right. I mean right. like that it truly is. Everything's a stage. Like I'll see how well my son eats now. So I'm like, whatever. If he's not into it yeah. now, he can get into it later. Like I definitely give way less fucks about a lot of things. I hope it doesn't, not to his detriment. Um, no, it's not. I, I can tell you. I mean, not that I'm an expert, but it's. I, I don't. Well, imagine with a third, <laughs> it gets even exponentially. I'm pushing our son away right now. <laughs> right. He's like, "Mommy, look at this." I'm like, "Not now, babe." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I just I think I had all these expectations of how I was going to be, and then as my kids have gotten older, I have literally like, I mean. We barely have any rules. Oh, yeah. Well, before it was- They're know, like raising themselves. Like so. avocado for breakfast only and like like meshed up, like, you know, when we used to feed them. Right. When they used to, when they would eat avocados. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And now, right. you know, pray for Cheerios. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was, I don't know, that's always a big one for me. And also that now that my kids are um, like a little bit older, now they're having sleepovers and everything. So my whole rule now is like, I used to let them have anybody they wanted over, you know, if they wanted a friend. And then it started to be where they would have people over who I didn't know the parents. And oh. we're like very relaxed in our household. And I have like, I'm basically, if your kid comes over, they're going to be safe. 
They're going to yeah. be going to treat them like it's their house. They're going to be super comfortable, but I am going to equally neglect them to the same level that we neglect our own children. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that's awesome. At 10 o'clock, when we're going to go upstairs and sit in our bar room and have wine, like, and they're downstairs watching a movie, I'm not going downstairs and checking every 10 minutes that they have it. You're like the fucking dream parents. My parents are (laughs) buying on me. But are we dream parents if your kid is coming to our house (laughs) is the question. (laughs) Yes, there. Other parents are probably envious of you, and the kids are obsessed with you. So you're probably the house that everyone wants to go to. Yeah, maybe not so much everyone. <laughs> I don't know. Yes, you, think, you don't think there's parents who are like, don't go to the Silverstein's well, house. I, I don't think know. That those are the people who I'm not letting their kids over right. anyway, because yeah. we, we had a situation where our middle son. At the time, he was like four or five, and he and thank goodness it was with one of my best friend's sons. They were sleeping down the basement. Well, at twelve thirty, one o'clock in the morning, I am asleep. Like I am not going downstairs and policing what they are watching. And there's a TV yeah. down there, so I at like one thirty in the morning, I hear them hysterically laughing. Yeah. All right, I gotta go tell them to quiet down. So I come downstairs, and they're watching Ted singing the Thunder Song. Oh my God. Yeah, and I'm like, oh my God, like, thank God tomorrow morning, I only have to call my best friend and tell her and not some random mom who, yeah. who knows what they're going to say. I mean, how are you supposed to police them at one in the morning? Like, whatever. I, we all, but I, I thought some people did. I thought you were going to say that they were like trying to like watch porn or something like that. Well, that might have been later. I don't know. I was asleep. <laughs> <laughs> they were too young for that, I think. Right? By the way, you don't need to be up late for that. My friends and I did that dead in the afternoon after school. Me too. Don't you remember trying to find the channel and it was like really fuzzy? Right. But don't you feel like parents are different now, right? They can find anything online. That's what's scary. My friend has a nine-year-old boy and she was saying, I guess a teacher or somebody was saying to them, like, most of your kids are going to learn about sex through the internet so we encourage you to talk about it with them because what they're going to see in the internet is kind of harsh like that's not what sex is a lot of what they're going to see and so these kids are growing up thinking that that's what sex is so like it's very important for parents to be more engaged with their kids uh for that reason i mean look we're our our kids are going to be growing up way differently than we, I mean, you guys know more than I'm talking about, like than we did. And so I can't, I, I can't imagine what you guys have to deal with, with like social media and stuff with your kids. I have the hope that like our little ones generation is yeah. going to think retarded. Like it's going to, they're going to think it's like the stupidest thing in the entire world. Right. Like why are you posting pictures of yourself in front of you? <laughs> right. I hope so. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, Jenna was right what she was just saying because we used to have to work for our porn. Like, totally. Yeah, like, and it wasn't this crazy shit you're seeing today. Like, you were just saying, Jamie, like, it's dangerous porn today. Like, nice. It was like the Playboy version of porn. It was like, like, oh, is that a boob? Is that a nipple? Yeah. Right. And that was good enough. You know, now. You got to keep those kids. Oh my God. Are you guys watching the show Pen 13, uh, Pen 15? No, I never. Um, no, but I'll be right back if it's that good. Oh my god, it is so good. It's this actually this girl. I don't know her, but she went to the same school I did in LA. She wrote it, 
Um, her brother was in my class. Her brother's like one of the writers on the show. And it's like loosely based on the school I went to, but it, it talks about all those things that we all did in middle school. Like our generation, like they, they found like porn on TV and they were, they were like trying to like piece out the uh, pictures. It's just like, it's such a funny throwback. You guys have to watch it. What's it's, it on? Uh, I want to say Netflix, but I could be wrong. Okay. Pen, Pen 15. Remember Pen 15? Oh, oh Pen 15. <laughs> oh my God. That's, a that's what it stands for? No. Yes, because that's what everyone did in middle school. They wrote Pen 15. Oh, okay. No, but we didn't do that. I get it now, but that wasn't a thing. Oh, it was a yeah. thing. So I was also going to ask, I didn't ask this um, in the notes that I sent you, but like, are there still things that, you, that you're working on that you want to try to not give a fuck about that you still give a fuck about? And that goes for you too. Say that again. Like, is there stuff that, I mean, that you still like, I want to not give a fuck about like, I still, well, first of all, apologizing like we were talking about with texting and stuff. Like, I want to be able to just write back like Adam does like, no, dude, not coming. That's it. And not have to write an entire novel about why that's one thing. And also, also, I want to be able to wear a bathing suit. Give a fuck about like whether or not I like the way I like. I want to just be able to wear a bathing suit, go to a pool, or go to a beach, and just li literally be like, "This is me in a bathing suit, and that's it." And that to me is super hard. That's hard for everyone. It's yeah, totally yeah. I think especially like uh, being moms and our bodies, and I've had three C sections, and you know, like all this stuff that is just you, you want to be okay with, and you say like, "Oh, it's so beautiful," and all this stuff, but you really need to feel that in order. To I think I want to give less fucks about the actual time I'm spending with my kids. Like in me, it's like I, I start like calculating hours. I'm like, Oh, they've been with the nanny for like three hours today. And like, I need to run home. Like my husband always say like, Maria's there. They're great. Like go do something for yourself. And I just, I can't, I can. And I wish I could give less fucks about that time. But I mean, I'm also talking about time with my children. So it's like, that's a hard question because like, hard. I do that too. I just don't want to beat myself up about it so much. Yeah. But we, that's the problem is we beat ourselves up no matter what, you know, and then if you were with them that extra time, you would be beating yourself up that you weren't at the other place that you were supposed to be at. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I think for me, I think for me, what we talked about before, I want to give less fucks about response time. Like, I see my friends not responding to me and I want to give less fucks about if they're mad or not. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm very sensitive in that way. And like, if they don't respond to me, they just like, don't give a fuck about responding at that moment. And that's okay. And I want to be like that. And I also want to know that they're not pissed at me. They're just not responding. Like it's like a twofold thing. I'm jealous. And I also like need to understand. Right. Like, yeah, I feel like I was able to not do that anymore because I just was relying on the fact that I always knew my intention and my intentions are always good and they know I'm a good friend and I know I'm there when people need me and that's that. And if they, yeah. any other interpretation is their own story and their own narrative of whatever's their perspective, but I know yeah. who I am and that's what helped me kind of give less fucks about that. And you should do Good it. advice. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. And it makes you so much more in the moment when you give less fucks about that stuff because you're not in your head so much. Yeah. So, giving less fucks in general just allows you to be in totally. the moment and everything, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
How about you, Ed? Is there anything? I know you're, you need like a couple days to. <laughs> <laughs> I just started reading The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Have you read it? Oh, no, I have not Neil, read it. But I Neil want read it. Neil read it. I love it. You love it? My husband read it a, lot, a while ago. He loves it. Yeah, you should read yeah. it. We should both read it. That's probably a good podcast discussion. Too. Yeah, I've, but I've always been good at like not giving a yeah, fuck. Yeah, no, Adam's the opposite. Yeah. I wish he gave more of a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't. I've I've been very good at not. You're a good talent. I've always had a problem with confrontation, and I've I've always mm. avoided confrontation, and I've always had a problem with that because I didn't want people to not like me. Yeah, I didn't want the discomfort. I didn't want people not to like me for whatever reason it was for that situation, and uh, again recently that's so you let that people push you around sometimes. I was a people pleaser, and yes, I I I, I kind of let people push me around in a certain way. It wasn't like um like a bullying thing or anything like that. Yeah. But, but I backed I backed down where I should have come forward with, you know, my feelings and thoughts about it. And I and I didn't. I just left and I said, okay, let's just be friends and walk away. Yeah. And that's yeah. something that I've also really been working on in the last year. And slowly I'm giving less fucks about backing down and really yeah. saying my piece and going for it and just not backing away and showing them, no, fuck this. You're not pushing me aside. You know, here here's what I have to say. You know, I just say good for you. Oh, yeah. I feel I was, good. Thank you. I was saying, I hope the title of this episode is giving less fucks. <laughs> yes, it totally will be. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And mine was just that Adam will agree with this because I'm so, I'm so bad at this. I, I feel, especially right now, our daughter was just away for two weeks at um, sleepaway camp. And now she's back for two weeks and she goes to camp again for four weeks. Um, so she's like home for, you know, just two weeks and during the day when I should be like, okay, for two weeks, she can have some downtime, like no big deal, you know, and I don't have to, I'm like running her all over to be with her friends or whatever. And on a regular Saturday, when I see people on Facebook and everything, they're posting like they've gone to an apple orchard and then they went ice skating yeah. and then they went to the Kennedy Space Center and then they, and I'm like sitting on our couch and we're watching TV and I'm like, oh my God, Adam we have to go do like we can't just sit here and watch tv with the kids and he's and it makes him crazy drives me fucking drives crazy of money for her to be at camp to be stimulated like crazy so it's okay totally. and there it is very good for kids to be bored i think i think it's very good for kids like everyone needs a break including you that's why you're sitting on the couch yes it's all okay a hundred percent. And, and I, and yeah, we, and we do that, it. I know. I love it. Then I sit there and I like get Ajna and I'm thinking to myself, oh my God, look, this person is, look where they are. They're at the amusement park and this person, and they're all spending this quality time out. And we're just like, look, kids, let's watch Back to the Future again. Like, and I can't believe we didn't talk about this until now, like giving less fucks about social media. Yeah. I mean, for, well, that's the thing is that social media make it's, it's so much pressure with that. But I, I want to be, I say, I say to my kids all the time, I'm like, I'm not a camp counselor. I'm not a cruise director, all this stuff. I say that to them all the time, but in my head, I'm like, maybe we should go get ice cream or maybe like, maybe I do need to say. So I really want to be able to just be like, no, you're going to sit home and you're going to be bored and you're going to entertain yourself. And that's that, but it's hard yeah. to do. But yeah, but it is, but but the kids enjoy it. They don't care. I know. Well, except for middle son. They're not complaining, but feeling like they're, they're, they sounds like they're doing funny. Right. So, they're totally fine. I know. They are not deprived if that's what everybody's worried no, about. Let's put it that no, way. No one's worried except me. But, um, but anyway, thank you guys so much for coming on and doing this. 
Thank you. This is so fun to Zoom. Yeah. What's that? Yeah, it's not so bad, right? To do Zoom. It's like, yeah, it's fun. I mean, it's more fun to do it in person, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what? I'm, I'm, I love that you guys do this together. Oh, thank you. Yeah, no, it's usually good, except like when we throw off the headphones and we're like, fuck you. No, fuck you. Like, yeah, that's when it's good. (laughs) Yeah, that's. Thank yeah, you. this was Oh, fun. so tell everybody, I'll, we'll promote you guys and everything, but tell everybody where they can find you um, and listen to your awesome podcast. Uh, podcast, as Mama said, we launch every Wednesday, wherever you get your podcasts. Um, my name is Jamie Lynn Sigler, and that's how you can find me anywhere. Yeah, and I'm Genesee Paris on Instagram, and follow us on, on Instagram, Mama Said Podcast. And that's yes. it. That's All our right. show. Awesome. Right, well, we, we, yeah, we'll post it everywhere. And thank you guys so much. I hope you'll come on again. Yes. And you, I, we would love to have you guys on ours as well. And we'll yes. figure that out. Have a great night, guys. Thank you so much. You guys are both awesome. Thank you. So are you. Bye, Bye guys. Bye. Thanks again. Bye. deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com